Vikings. Three five. And Rodgers throws downfield for Finley, who made a great move in the open field. And Jermichael Finley takes it to the end zone and in. Touchdown, Green Bay. 62 yards. I'll tell you where that man went. He is right here with me today, and I'm pumped because we welcome in a man that is the definition of everything is bigger in Texas, whether that's bicep size, whether that's football accolades, or even his fandom for his favorite football teams. An honorable mention for all Big 12, a Super Bowl champion, and a staple on your fantasy football rosters, this beast of a tight end had 223 career receptions for 2,785 yards and 20 touchdowns. This while, of course, flexing that double bicep on the defense. Ladies and gentlemen, he's your favorite former tight end and the man who will identify with your hunger for a title. It is your Michael Finley. How's it going, man? I'm awesome, man. How are you doing, buddy? Pretty good, man. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Shout out to your agent, Kim, who works really hard, one of the best out there. And I, I really appreciate her organizing this for us. And I'm super pumped to talk about your career and all the stuff that you're doing currently today. So uh, thank you for your time, man. Anytime, buddy. I'm ready when you are. Of course. So let's let's start out. Let's go roll the clock back a little bit here. Started out high school, D-Ball High School in D-Ball, Texas. I believe I'm saying that right. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Die uh, ball. Die ball. Okay. So you not only start as a tight end, you also play defensive end, wide receiver, safety, punter, and kicker. As a senior, you were first team 3A All State by the team or by the Texas Sports Writers Association. Again, a bunch of great stuff in high school. Yet offers from Texas, Arizona, Houston, Texas A&M, and Texas Tech. Now I'm curious. You grew up as a star football player in Texas, and I'm sure there's a lot of pressure because Texas is known to be one of the best states in producing talent. First, my first question is: What are some of the craziest recruiting pitches that you had? And then how did you eventually get Texas, which I imagine probably was one of your dream schools, to get on board with recruiting you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's crazy. My, my best, my best um, um, recruiting trip was um, Arizona. Um, and that's when, they, when they, that's when they had Lou Dotson. Um, they had Stoops there, football coach. <clears throat> and I remember going there, and it was different for me because I never flew on the plane. And uh, so I did that. And went out there and uh man what a what a great town uh, as far as uh tucson and uh clean it was a re really clean um uh, campus and man the guys took me to the game i went on went in the, the basketball locker rooms and tried on a jersey and it was just like i'm like man i'm on a team i'm ready to take the court um, because once again i was supposed to go to go to school to play basketball and uh texas came across with mac brown and uh it was like you can come to Texas and play football here. And uh, I was like, why, why not? You know what I mean? Um, it's a great state of Texas. I'm here close to home. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was the smartest move for me and to stay close to home to my grandmother. I love that, man. Again, like it works out as a great scenario for you and you had a great college career, 76 catches, 947 yards, five touchdowns and only two seasons there. You played in every game, your redshirt freshman year, which I think most people don't realize how hard that is. Cause a lot of people do take that redshirt year they don't really play very much and you broke school records for receptions for tight ends right off the bat and not only that but in your sophomore season you broke the school record for receiving yards by a tight end and uh it, i mean again you crushed it there so what was your college experience like and then what was it like playing for mac brown uh, it was man it was awesome um he's one of my top coaches uh just because uh he's a player's coach he's a guy that's going to come in if you're in a dining hall or 
having breakfast. He's going to come by and sit by you, have a conversation, and just ask you how your day going. So it was just um, the things that he did off the field um, to help his players and um, let his players know that he's um, he's right here with them. Yeah, and I mean, again, great time while you're there. You really seemed like you were developing into a, one of the best tight ends coming out. And you ultimately got recognized for that. You get drafted by the Green Bay Packers in 2008 in the third round. And again, I think most people realize that, again, if you're tight end getting drafted in the first couple rounds, two, three rounds, you're obviously making a mark here. And you go again to the Packers, the Cheeseheads. Did you have any idea you were going to get drafted there? And then ultimately, what was the culture shock? I'm sure going from Texas to a place like Green Bay where it's a lot colder and different type of atmosphere. What was that like for you? Um. I mean, it it was it was freaking different, uh, especially coming from a big city like Austin, Texas, uh, whereas um, you know what I mean, it's city life. It's uh, the you know the motto there is keep it weird. So it's a very very weird city. Um, I loved every bit of it though. Loved being a Longhorn, but then I get drafted to a, a town where you know what I mean, it can get below zero, which I never experienced that in my life, um, and. I had a I had a buddy that played there with um, at the time Johnny Jolly and um, Mike Montgomery at the time and they and I called them guys I was like man you better bring every Nintendo game you have because it's nothing to do it's cold it's gray and it's all about football and I caught that all about football and it, and, it, and it really is and that it goes it shows you as the Green Bay Packers doing well now mm-hmm. um, it's nothing to do it's it's all about uh, detailing your work and um, going to work every day, and that's playing football in the National Football League. And I think it's interesting too. It's you, you know, you go to some of these places like you have Las Vegas Raiders. You know, you have the you know the teams in California, and like it must be easy to stay out of trouble because, like you said, there's nothing to do. You don't want to go outside. It's like like it's all mapped out for you. To, like if you get in trouble in Green Bay, then right. like, there's other things going on at that point. Uh, absolutely, and that's and that was our thing. If you get in, if you get in trouble in Green Bay, you're looking for it. <laughs> and uh, I, and that, that, you know, I mean, I wasn't about that. So um, I thought that was, man, I, I thought God was looking down on me on that one, um, sending me to Green Bay. And uh, man, um, what, what a great, what a great uh, fan base and what a great town. Yeah. I mean, again, your time in Green Bay, I mean, you right out, you beat out Tony Humphrey, eventually Tom, uh, Donald Lee to become the man. And you broke out in 2009. You had your first hundred yard game, led the team in targets the second half of the year set franchise record uh, 159 receiving yards at that point, and you had 200 receiving yard games in your first three games the following year in 2010. Now, you were a fantasy football darling, man. Like, you were in the fantasy football community. Like, you were, like, the hip tight end. Everybody's like, I got to get some Jermichael Finley, man. He's he's just crushing it right now. Did you feel like you were just in a different type of zone during that time? I was, man. I thought, I thought man, 12 had a great chemistry, a great um a knit for each other uh what a ball should be the ball placement um where i'll be at on the route and um and you do feel them kind of things especially during the course of a game or even during the course of a season uh yeah you just feel heated up you feel hot you feel confident that's a big thing in the national football league is um uh, where's your mental aspect um because if you're going to feel thinking about the last game or the last drop uh you, you're gonna you're gonna continue to drop them so um, that one of, that was one of the things that um, that was clicking well, um, especially as I as I got past my first year. Yeah, and I'd be remiss. You mentioned twelve. So the first thing I got to ask you on your Twitter account, you retweeted a graphic showing that you caught nineteen touchdowns from Aaron Rodgers, which is actually the seventh most of any pass catcher in in his entire career. 
you've obviously praised his confidence, of course, but you have said that you're kind of critical of some leadership that he's had in the past. I think you've said, if I'm not mistaken, on ESPN's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, you said that the eyes and face tells everything about his personality. You don't think he has that hunger to go win another championship. Do you? How come you feel that way about Aaron Rodgers? I'm not saying I disagree, but it's more, obviously, you're one of the many teammates that seems like they've come out about Aaron Rodgers and kind of his uh, the way he approaches the game a little bit here. Yeah, man, it, it wasn't that. Uh, once again, I'm a competitor. Um, Aaron is a competitor. And I, I know, you know, I mean, I play with him um, for, you know, I mean, several years. And and the thing is, I know what he got, you know, what he has, no um, an expectation he holds himself to. So um, week one was just waking him up. And obviously you've seen it woke him up over the year, um, over the season, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it wasn't nothing towards Aaron. Like I said, I'm a big fan. Um, I, I have a kid over here. He's 14 now. Um, he, he was in the, I mean, he, he was raised uh, in the National Football League and now cannot weave him away from the Green Bay Packers for anything. <laughs> He's a big fan. So, you know, I mean, um, we, 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 we diehards over here. So I'm excited about what I see in the season now mm -hmm. and what I'm seeing from Aaron and uh, 17 playing um, together and getting that chemistry going. So, hey, I, I'm, I'm excited what them boys did this year. Yeah, you just traveled to one of their most recent games, right? Yes, sir. I went to the game. Um, it, it was for my, uh, my my guy now is 14 years old, Caden. Uh, we went for his birthday, and he was like, Dad, I want to do the fan experience. I was like, God dang it, boy. <laughs> and so I went out there, and uh, I was like, how can I, you know I mean, disguise and, like, hide from, you know what I mean, people going crazy at the, in the stadium. So I, was, I dressed like a little Eskimo, and I was I just hit. <laughs> uh, it, it was probably, what, what the game was, two? two degrees there. So it was, it was awesome. Though. It was a good experience for my kid. Cause like I said, he's always in a box or, um, and he's, he's, he never got that, that fan experience. Do they think like when you were in green Bay, I'm assuming for like a day or two, do, do people recognize you on the street? Like if you're walking without anything like to protect kind of your face or anything, do they uh, recognize I, like you right I, away? Like I said, I, I never really, I move unless I go to brunch or it's just, it's, it's yeah. Back and forth. But but we wear the helmets, man. So people really, it's not like basketball where right. it's up close and personal and things like that. Well, I will say, I think part of since you sparking 12, I feel like if they win a championship this year, you should get another Super Bowl ring. It just seems hey, right. Hey, yeah, you got to give me another ring because hey, he, he was asleep the first game of the season. <laughs> he, he was he was asleep at the wheel. Yeah, I mean, hey, sometimes you just need a little kick in the behind and that's what you did, man. So, uh I mean, again, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing from the Packers as well. They're the number one seed in the NFC, and they're they're looking like a tough out. I think obviously the NFC Championship game, which I feel like it's it's a matter of time before it's between the Bucks and Packers. They just got to get over that hump this year. Yeah, you just got to get over the hump. And and the thing is, is that when when Green Bay comes to the playoff in the one and done situation, it's just like. They just go down down the wrong path and not stick to the game plan. They, they try to do too much. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously the bye week is not, you know what I mean, necessarily a good thing. You know what I mean? Because uh, you're not having game situation. You know what I mean? You can practice with the, the loud noise, with the crowd noise. You can do all of them things. But if you don't have, like, the fans and adversity during the course of a game, it, it, it doesn't work. Yeah, and I'm sure, I mean, fans are going to be coming out for Green Bay, and it's going to be crazy. But back to you for a second. 
I want to talk about kind of in 2011, 2012. You had a three touchdown game in 2011. Obviously, you continued to cement yourself as one of the great young tight ends in the game. And in 2012, you're averaging over 10 yards per catch, 40 yards per game, 10 touchdowns over that stretch. But 2013, you have that reception. You collide helmet to helmet with the defender, and then you become immediately paralyzed. Obviously, you've, uh, it's great. You obviously were able to eventually gain your uh, the movement of your extremities. What's it like going through something like that? I, I can't even imagine what it's like on the football field. Yeah, it's, it's different uh, because, you know what I mean, I, w- I was one of those players and one of those guys where um, I, I held myself to a high standard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I mean, you're never supposed to put a number on your career or whatnot. You're just supposed to live game by game, season by season. But, you know what I mean, I was one of those guys where, I wanted a Hall of Fame career. You know what I mean? I was wanting to, I was wanting to be the best, and I thought I was the best. Um, in my opinion, I, mm-hmm. I, uh, besides the Antonio Gates and the guys and the guys that the, the pass routing tight ends, I, I thought I, I I put a lot of um, you know what I mean accolades on the passing the pass catching tight end. Um, I should be I should be one of those guys that they get called out. But like I said, man. It was a bittersweet thing. It was a sweet thing that I wasn't paralyzed forever. But the bitter part is, is that, you know, what I mean, I was I was wanting to be one of those players that they got the yellow jacket. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it, sometimes the injuries are just unfortunate parts of the game. But you still left your mark on the football field, and Absolutely. ultimately, that's carried over to post career, where you've got something great going. You've got the elevate you, and I love how you do it because you have the last two letters of elevate T E capitalized. That's creative. As I mean, that's as creative as I've seen. And uh, so, can you tell us about this unique uh, this unique thing you got going and helping athletes kind of get to that next level? Absolutely, man. Uh, it was it was one of those things where, man, like I said, me and my kid was out. We was working, and I'm like, man, I'm working with my kid. Might as well pay to pay it forward as far as giving it back to other kids. You know what I mean? And uh, we was just talking, talking. I was like, man, you elevating, bro. I was like, I should. You know, he was like, you should get something called Elevate You. I was like, I, I like that, bro. And I was just getting it out, out, and, uh, you know what I mean, on the field or whatnot. So I got in a, you know I mean, got in my office and just started jotting down things. And I'm like, man, I'm going you know I mean? to pay it forward and, and and go and give these kids the knowledge I have before we can, over the time, see um, player development. Uh, we can see kids uh, doing well as far as not only on the football field or even basketball court, but, you know what I mean, growing up, being a man. Um, and I, at the end of the day, send them work hard. And my, my main thing is finish. Um, I don't care if you got to lay on the ground for 30 minutes, I'll sit here and we're going to finish whatever we had to do today. So it's one of those things where, uh, I, I instill into the kids how I worked, um, trying to get to the NFL and how I worked when I got to the NFL. So just, just pan it forward. I love that. And you also do it with former tight end Brandon Bostic, correct? Oh yeah, Brandon Bostic. Uh, man, I added another tight end, Eddie. He's trying to work himself into the NFL as we speak. Uh, and over the time, I'm keep adding guys. And the guys, the, the the main key into adding guys into elevate you is they got to have that high energy. Because um, I'm very high energy guy, uh, up tempo guy. And uh, man, I love every bit of it. Yeah, I got to shout out elevate you. And also Brandon Bostic. He was our first guy we ever interviewed for this show. We've been doing this for about a year and a half. He was the first wow. football guy we ever had. So got the two guys elevate you. I mean, you guys run a great cro- uh, program and where can they check that out at? If they're looking for more about what uh, stuff you guys uh, do. Uh, 
Of course, man. Now we're in the 2021 realm of life and uh, social media is big. So my platforms now are um, Instagram, IG, I mean, IG, uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter and uh, check me out and uh, you'll see. You see the up-tempo workouts. You see how we work out. It won't be a surprise because I have all of my highlights and workouts on there. So um, I get some kids come in like like shell shocked. And uh, like I said, man, check me out. Yeah, man. And before we get finished here, I gotta throw some triple play fantasy rapid fire at you, Jermichael. This is what makes our shows unique. It's a little bit of this or that style questions to where you can't think too much. You just gotta give me the first one that comes to your mind. You game? Let's get it. All right, first one. You can only pick one. Watch the Packers or the Longhorns? Packers. <laughs> I could tell that was a tough one. All right. French fries or onion rings? French fries. Stranded in Antarctica or the desert? Damn it, boy. Antarctica. <laughs> uh, it's a tough one, all right. See blurry all the time or you see black and white all the time? See black and white. All right. Be reborn in the past or in the future? Uh, in the past. Any particular reason? Uh, just because I had a great childhood. Okay. I respect that. Be able to detect any lie or get away with any lie? Oh, man. <laughs> get away with any lies. I like it. Sandpaper as toilet paper or hot sauce as eye drops? God damn it, boy. I'm, I fuck that. I'm using that. I'm using that sandpaper. Well, you're the first person to say that, really. Yeah, I'm, I ain't putting no hot sauce in my eyes. I, I I wipe my ass though with some sandpaper. That might be the first one I disagree with, but uh, I mean, yeah, both are pretty bad. Uh, so there were a couple teams talking to you after your time with the Packers: the Seattle Seahawks, New England Patriots, Pittsburgh Steelers. If you had to pick one, which one? The Seahawks, just because of uh, I, I like the the leadership of Russell Wilson at the time, and Seattle. Okay, I like the Seattle connection there. Uh, last one, be a TV. Uh, can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Last one, be a TV analyst or a coach. A coach, just because of what I'm doing now, is basically coaching and mm. uh, giving the kids uh, what I know, the knowledge I know, and like I said, paying it forward. I love that, man. Adrian Michael, really appreciate your time today. Again, one of the best guys I was. I remember watching growing up. Again, a fantasy football darling at the tight end position. Truly appreciate you, man. And um, Anytime, please plug bro. anything uh, you want to say to our audience before we get out of here. Hey, man, like I say, uh, every day try to get your best and, uh, I mean, be happy, especially if we breathe it. I love that, man. Enjoy. Uh, real quick, I'm going to cut this part out. Um, is there anybody you know of that might be interested in doing stuff like this as far as, like, pretty much our biggest ways that we get seen by a lot of people is guys like yourself who take the time to do this stuff with us? Is there anybody okay. you know that might be willing? Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can text some of my homeboys, though, for you, for sure. Hey, I don't know if you're still close with, with Jamal Charles. Um, that's my I favorite am. player of all time. I don't know if you if you all still talk or not. I am, that's my boy. Is he? We talk once a day. He's my my favorite player I've, of all time. I, uh, I, yeah, I can get yeah, I can get him on here for sure. Hey man, I, if you did that, 
I, I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm happy to donate to your, uh, you I'm know, not, if you guys take donations or anything or. Um, I, I, I got you. I'll, uh, I'll text him here uh, after my next one and let him know about it for sure. I appreciate it, then. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. I got you all day. Hey, man. I appreciate you, man. And uh, have a good rest of your day. All right, then, bro. Have a good one. All right. You too. See ya. All right, peace.